Hello and happy day. This is Dr. Mary Ann DiOrio, novelist and life coach, welcoming you to another episode of Winning with the Word. Today is Monday, July 26, 2021, and this is episode number 25 of Series 2021. This episode is titled, Are You Being Seduced? When we think of seduction, we usually think of sexual seduction. But sexual seduction is not the only type of seduction that Satan uses to steal, kill, and destroy. This week, I'd like us to take a look at the four chief types of seduction. The seduction of pleasure, the seduction of position, the seduction of possession, and the seduction of power. But first of all, let's define the word seduction so that we will all be on the same page. The word seduction comes from the Latin word seductio, which means the act of leading or drawing aside. According to Noah Webster's 1828 dictionary, seduction is the act of enticing from the path of duty. One reason I greatly appreciate Noah Webster's dictionary is that when he defines a word, he often includes a biblical allusion. As a Christian, he honored God's word. For example, in defining seduction, Noah Webster adds this admonition against it. The best safeguard is principle, the love and purity of holiness, the fear of God, and reverence for his commandments. Now that we've defined seduction, let's take a look at the four chief categories or types of seduction. Most, if not all, forms of seduction will fall into these four categories. Number one, the seduction of pleasure. This is commonly known as sexual seduction and is a primary tool of Satan to destroy young people, single people, and married people. Women have powerful influence over men. At the same time, men are often clueless to the seductive wiles of women and can easily succumb to those wiles. Women have a great responsibility to be pure and holy in dress, in speech, in mannerisms, and in actions. Perhaps even more than men, a woman has within her the power to destroy or the power to build. Women don't take that power lightly. And men, be aware of that power in women. Today, Satan is blatantly using sexual seduction to bring down families, churches, and institutions that should be the bedrocks of a moral society. Both men and women must be continually on guard against sexual seduction. So be alert to sexual seduction and flee from it. Remember 1 Peter 5, verse 8. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Don't be that someone. Number two, the seduction of position. We live in a status-sensitive culture. People jostle for position at work, in organizations, and sad to say, even in the church. Worldly position is not something to be desired. The only position we should desire is our position in Christ. Scripture tells us that it is God who promotes. We read in Psalm chapter 75, verse 7, But God is the judge. He puts down one and exalts another. We also learn from Scripture that humility precedes promotion. In Matthew chapter 23, verse 12, we read, 
Whoever exalts himself shall be humbled, and whoever humbles himself shall be exalted. The ultimate purpose of any elevated position God may give us is to glorify him and to establish his kingdom. When we seek position for our own purposes, we put ourselves in spiritual danger. Promotion that comes from man can be taken away, but promotion that comes from God will last. Number three, the seduction of possession. Our culture is a money-hungry culture. We believe the lie that riches will offer us security and ensure a happy life. Yet, our riches could disappear in an instant. Already, we are seeing this happen as the cost of living soars and our banking system becomes unstable. In Proverbs chapter 23, verse 4, the Bible says, Don't wear yourself out trying to get rich. Yet, how many of us do just that? We work long hours at multiple jobs. Why? To maintain a lifestyle that is robbing us of the more important things in life, like cultivating relationships with our spouses and children. So stop being seduced by the lie that possessions bring happiness. I know of no one on his deathbed who regretted not having had lots of possessions. But I do know of many on their deathbed who regretted not having nurtured their relationships with their spouses or their children. Number four, the seduction of power. Finally, we have the seduction of power. According to Webster, power is the possession of control, authority, or influence over others. What makes power good or evil is the way it is used. When those in authority recognize that they are servants, then they use their power for the good of those whom they serve. But when those in authority use their power to control or subjugate those under their authority, then they are being abusive. Abuse of power can occur in the family, in organizations, and even in the church. Whenever a person in authority uses that authority for his own gain and not for the good of those under his authority, then seduction of power occurs. All of us must be on guard against being seduced by pleasure, position, possession, or power. Satan's seduction is subtle. Those who are being seduced are blind to the seduction. Otherwise, they would not succumb to it. Seduction will lead to death if not resisted. Ask God to give you discernment so that you will recognize seduction and flee from it. The only way to avoid seduction is to know Jesus Christ. He is truth, and truth alone will keep us from seduction. If you do not yet know Jesus, I urge you to accept him now. Don't wait another minute. Jesus could return for his own at any moment. Don't be left behind. To receive Jesus Christ, who is truth, pray this simple prayer with me now. Lord Jesus, I need you to free me from seduction, to forgive me and to save me. So I invite you into my life now. I receive you as my personal Savior and the Lord of my life. Thank you for forgiving me and bringing me into your family. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for giving me eternal life. I pray this in your name. Amen. 
If you sincerely prayed this prayer, please write to me at drmarianne at mariannediorio.com. I would like to send you a free e-booklet that will help you get started in your walk with Christ. I also encourage you to get yourself a Bible and read it every single day. The Bible is God's love letter to you, his manual for your life. In the Bible, God reveals who he is and he teaches you how to live. Finally, ask the Lord to lead you to the church of his choice for you where you can learn about him and have fellowship and encouragement with other Christ followers. It is critically important in these last days to fellowship with other believers who are mature in Christ and who can guide you as you grow in him. If you are not yet a subscriber to the Winning with the Word blog and podcast, I urge you to click on the link below to subscribe now so you will not miss a single weekly episode. And also, please tell your family and friends about Winning with the Word. Thank you. For those of you who may not know, I write fiction about many of the issues I deal with in this blog and podcast. My latest novel, Miracle in Milan, has been released in both print and ebook formats and deals with the issue of forgiveness. It is the story of a young female auditor who discovers convincing evidence that the man she loves is an embezzler. You will find Miracle in Milan to be a page-turner that will keep you on the edge of your seat. So order your copy now. Go to Amazon or to my online bookstore at mariandiorio.com slash book dash table. This podcast is funded by listeners like you. If you have been blessed by winning with the word, please consider becoming one of my special patrons on patreon.com. For only $1, $3, or $5 a month, you can help me proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ throughout the world. Winning with the Word now reaches 55 countries on six continents by God's grace because of the faithful support of my patrons. So please help me by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash winning with the word. I would like to thank all of my patrons who are making this podcast possible. I could not do this without you. Finally, be sure to check out my latest nonfiction book, The Iron Saint. This book, modeled after the Iron Man triathlon, talks about the coming persecution of the church in America and how you can prepare for it. The Iron Saint is also available on Amazon, Apple Books, Barnes & Noble, Kobo, and other major book purchasing venues. Again, you may find it on my website at mariandiorio.com slash book dash table. Get a copy for your pastor as well. Until next time, remember that God loves you just as you are and just where you are, and that he will help you to keep on winning with the word. (laughs) 